Blog Talk Radio. We have heard about uh, this, that men should get out of this cycle of life and birth. Can you throw some light on that? So, uh, putting an end to the cycle of birth and death. I always insist that you don't believe anything that is not yet your experience. It doesn't matter who says it. This does not mean disbelief. No, you don't know, that's all. Somebody tells you a story, you don't know whether it's true or it's not true. So even if I say something, don't believe this nonsense. But don't disbelieve it either. Just say, somebody is willing to sit in front of this many people and talk absolute nonsense, something that is totally absurd. Let me see what this is about. If you keep that much openness, possibilities alive in your life. If you believe it, you'll kill it. If you disbelieve it, you'll kill it. You understand? Death exists. Have you ever died anyway? Did you ever die? No. Did you ever see a dead man? You did. Where Pooja? Where did you see a dead man? Funeral, you saw dead men? Dead bodies you saw. Did you see a dead man? Did you? No, you did not see a dead man. You haven't experienced it. You haven't seen it. Or did you meet anybody who died and came back and told you, I died like this? No. You haven't died. You haven't seen one nor have you met one. So from where the hell did you get this idea that you will die? That is a fiction that too many people talked and made you believe. There is no such thing as death. There is only life, life and life alone, moving from one dimension to another, another dimension to another. So, when the physical body becomes too feeble or breaks up for some reason. Either you crashed your car or you drank too much and broke your liver or you fell out of love and broke your heart or you just became too old and feeble. When the body becomes unsuitable to sustain life for some reason, something is broken or something has become too weak to sustain when the body becomes unsuitable to sustain life, life has to move on. So it does. So when you say somebody is no more, you're only saying they're no more with us. You're not saying they're no more, really no more. They're just no more with you, the way you knew them. So, when one leaves the body for whatever reason. The fundamental reason is 
the physical body has become unsuitable to sustain and nourish life. When this happens, what will happen to the pain? The physical body and the conscious mind goes. The discriminatory aspect of his mind is gone, but the content of his mind is not gone. And we're back. This is Gigi, the storyteller, and I'll tell you here on Hot Words, Hot Topics. We're going to talk about it. I have some wonderful people here that's going to share this mic with me, and it's death and transformation. You know, in this season, humanity has come face-to-face with the fear of death. And, you know, before the COVID, we already knew death will come one day, but this fear of our own death and keeping safe and making less of our life existence, we get too much thinking about death where we are not paying attention on how we how we should live. So we're scared of dying, and we need to do something with that. It's like we have to ask what really is death. You know, I grew up in Christianity, and if you guys know about that and being a Catholic and uh, you death, you get saved, and Christ saves your life, so when you die, you go to heaven, so everybody's supposed to be all good and gravy. But, you know, I had to come to terms with a lot of things. This is Gigi. In the past two years, I've had two brothers transition. I had my, one of my favorite nephews who's like a brother transition, some in-laws transition that I went to school with, and some more people, and my people, people, and it's just all over the place, and none of it has to do with they have the disease that they call, the virus they call COVID, nothing to do with that. So I want to bring in a part two for us to sit and talk about what is death to you, what have you come to terms with, are you scared to die? Uh, I'm going to get mine out there. For me, um, with all change, it's, it's scary. Even when you relocate to another state, that's a little scary. Death, because of the unknown, it's a little scary. But for me, I'm at peace because I think I'm on board with the guru. I mean, it's transformation. It's like we are a body of cells anyway. So we are all connected with nature, and we are one with the source, and all that is good for me. So while we're here on this plane, this dimension, this universe that we call Earth here and this body that we have that can break down and we will transform like that beautiful butterfly in the twinkling of an eye. You know, all that wonderful stuff. This is Gigi, the storyteller. I want to bring up Mahogany Soul. Yes, yes, this is Mahogany Soul holding it down. It's Hot Topic Tuesdays with Hot Words, and it's here on a Tuesday. And just like Gigi said, we're speaking on this topic of death, which can be a touchy subject, just like religion and politics. It can get people in a bunch when you really try to understand and break down what is this thing called death. And um, I second with Gigi about it being a transformation. You know, this life moves in cycles and phases, all of it, even the seasons and the changes that that goes through. So I think that we reflect that being that that is, like you said, a transformation, just uh, going from one state to another state. And no one has a a full-on account of it because just like the guru said, no one has came back and told you, hey, it's like this. It's just something that we have to just wait our turn for because we know that it's something that we all have to 
experience. So, yes, death is a cycle of transformation of change. This is Rachel Cross, or Rachel Rachel Baby Cross, or Rachel Pipe. Um, I feel what Mahogany Soul is saying, like, you know, once you lose someone, especially that's someone that's close to you, you you tend to transform into, well, that part of my life, you know, no matter, you know, was taken away from me, you know, uh, depending on who you lost that was very close to you, like if it was a a son or daughter, you know, that there's a transformation that you go through where you're, you you know you can get you can be happy again, but it's just a part of you that's missing, and it won't it won't be there unless you you know spiritually connected you know. Absolutely, Savvy Raw, introduce yourself. Yes, to me. can you hear me? Yes. Hi, my name is Savvy Raw. I'm a lyrical artist, creative visionary, yogi dancer, an intuitive healer, a spiritual and occult scientist and diviner. And I definitely agree with with everything that's been said um, so far about it. I believe that um, it all starts with understanding that we're, first of all, more than our physical bodies. Because I believe a lot of people, while we can understand that we live this life from a spiritual perspective and that we have a spirit, because we all say when someone passes away or transitions that they've moved on in spirit. But that applies to all of us, even prior to facing death, that we have a primarily spiritual experience, okay? And so I think the fear of death comes from a lack in truly understanding death because once Mm -hmm. you learn that the spirit doesn't die, it just transforms and transcends and shifts even today, even from yesterday to today, our spirits have changed and transformed. So death is a daily process. And that's how I've grown mm. to understand it in myself. You know what I mean? I, I study a lot of astrology um, as well and understanding that, um, like, the sign of Scorpio and things like that. I have a Scorpio moon. I don't know if anyone's into astrology like that, but it's, oh, it's yeah. very heavily, um, right, okay, it's very heavily understood that, that Scorpio energy is a lot about transformation and death and rebirth. And the moon mm. itself deals with a lot of emotion. So knowing that each and every person on this planet has a, has an emotional nature, we all experience highs and lows of emotion and changing and shifting day to day from moment to moment, those are all rebirth processes. And that has a lot to do with our spirit and how it's expressed as well. And so anytime we go through any big shifts in life, whether it's making decisions for ourselves or certain actions that we're taking, that's a rebirth process. So even reframing how we see death as well as understanding that we're spiritual beings helps in, under, in, in alleviating the fear of physical death because it allows you to live mm. your life every day as if you're experiencing transition rather than waiting for the day that you physically die mm. to reach another place or reach a certain place. And like Gigi said, I grew up in church as well. Not too heavily, but enough to get scared of revelations. Like revelations, revelations used to scare me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like if you don't do right, you're going to hell, and it's going to be hot, and there's going to be monsters down there, and all types of stuff. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like once you kind of get a, a more uh, broader understanding of that kind of symbolism from from that, you know, we can maybe have more conversations about that. But once you get out of the idea that hell is an actual place to go, and it's a state of mind that we live in based on our decision making and not reconciling our past and being afraid to mm. do things, you know what I'm saying? Hell is a state of mind. That's how I understand it, mm. as well as heaven. So once you get out of the thinking that hell is a place you go when you die, 
you could be like, okay, every day I'm facing some form of hell, and every day I have choices to make me out of that. You know what I mean? So mm. transformation is just a change in perspective at the lowest <laughs> Don't level. Break it and down, at the highest man. level, at the highest level, it would be physical death. But day to day, we go through shifts of change in perception and action and all that kind of stuff. So it, it helped me to understand it that way. And I came to that just from, from studying um, a lot of esoteric and occult teachings. You know, I, I don't know if any of you are familiar with Bobby Hemet and things and, and, and Brother Panic and um, uh, Miss Blue with uh, Planet Remix. You know what I mean? I started to, I, I, I got into that direction and listening to the people that would come on there. And, and t- Huh? I said, oh, yeah, very hot words in Ghetto Truth Magazine. We're very familiar with Bobby Hemet. And um, mm-hmm. I'm just excited that you are aware of him. Too many people do not know of him and the teachings that he did mm-hmm. through the years. He kind of went on a pause right now. And I'm like, where are you, Bobby? Because mm-hmm. I know people that know him. I'm like, where are you at? But, yeah, um, People have a lot of different experiences, and what Savvy is talking about is where I am right now. And for me to come from very heavily into Christianity and to be where I am right now is great. So I look back at people who are still in the faith and the way that they view death and also the way that they grieve, you know, and... We have to uh, really come to the truth of what death is. So that's why I'm glad we're opening up this particular conversation. Mm -hmm. And, Savvy, you really laid out the groundwork for that. So people Mm -hmm. listening, you have any comments or questions that you want to put to uh, the people who are at the roundtable, go on and hit the button and join the conversation. I'll see your number, and we will bring you in. I want to thank everyone for coming in and listening. We're here every Tuesday, Hot Topic Tuesday. Uh, follow us on Facebook. You can see what the next upcoming topics that we're going to have. And later on in the show, it's a secret topic. Nobody knows knows what what that is um Rachel I want to ask you how did you what's your views on death and how did you grow up about death is always sorrowful for me like Savvy said because I don't say good morning because you're you're morning I say grand rising Mm -hmm. because when I close my eyes you know to me that's the death you know, and I'm going to rise again for a new day mm. and, and whatnot. But it could be pretty scary. And, and Savvy, you hit every, every point. It's the consciousness, consciousness of it all. If you believe and feel that you're in heaven or hell, that's where you're going to be. And um, as far as there is a hell, I did a lot of research on that. And, you know, they're talking about, like, Hades. It, it used to be a place... In the Hebrew language, if you translate it, hell means Hades, and that was a place where they just threw the bodies and they just burnt them up, mm-hmm. you know. So we we must do our research, and like the guru said, he said, don't even believe what the heck I'm saying, you know. So, Rachel, what, what's, what's your upbringing on that particular subject, death? Yes, my name, once again, my name is Rachel Baby Cross, and for those who don't know, I'm an artist, um, I do poetry, I rap, and I songwrite. And my my deal with this and how I was raised, you know, I was raised in a Christian Baptist church. But um, 
I would say that death didn't really scare me until I had to experience it myself. And um, I'm blessed to know that I'm blessed to um, know or experience that I didn't have to really suffer much on death as a young child, you know, um, but, you know, I lost my great grandmother on my freshman year and my last day of school. So uh, I experienced a transformation of, you know, um, a great loss of spirit, you know, um, I'm glad I got to say goodbye to her before she left. Um, and me, it just transformed me, but it it did also made me stronger because I know that I'm doing things for her, and I'm and I know that I'm making her proud, you know. Right, that's where I am. This is Gigi. I'm there too. And my mother, when she before she transitioned, she actually transitioned at 62, and I'm 61. So y'all know I'm going through a little something right now. And uh, mm-hmm. she mentioned when I was about. 16, I believe, 15, and she said when she died, she said, I don't want you all to come to my grave. She said, I don't want you coming there. You know, like in the Bible, Jesus the Christ, he's like, people coming to look for him at the tomb. He's like, I'm not there. You know, it's a lot of information in the Bible. Unfortunately, it was taught to us in a very wrong fashion. And um, no matter what I believe right now, I'll never throw the Bible away. I won't throw away the concept of Jesus Christ. You have to fully, really get in there and just really study and go for it. And then uh, here, while we are in this dimension, you know, I believe that there's other um, dimensions, and I believe that there's a parallel universes, but that's another topic, y'all. We won't get into that. But we're going to take like a nice little break, and we're going to come back and hit up some two-minute topics, and we'll be right back here on Hot Words, Hot Topics. Peace.
Don't nobody want to go now. This is Gigi, the storyteller, here on Hot Words, Hot Topic, only broadcasting on Blog Talk Radio. Hey, we're in Los Angeles, California, and we're talking about transformation and death, you know. And, you know, again, we are the butterfly. I want you guys to understand that. And I believe that the soul moves on. I was checking out the guru real quick, and he was like, there is no soul. I just read that. There is no soul. Oh, my God. So we might have to do a – I'm going to do a little study to see what the heck he's talking about because I did a little study in uh, a couple of months ago, and this one guy did a, a, a research, and he had some bodies, and, you know, they was almost out of here. And actually about a – uh, ounce or something like that. I'm going to re-look it up, and I'm going to throw it on the Hot Words page on Facebook. But when those bodies die, it lost like a little bit of weight. So based upon that only, he confirmed to himself, I don't know, people want to believe that. I'm saying why not, you know, whatever. I don't know. It sounds good to me. You know, all I know is death comes in the twinkling of an eye, Okay. But before that comes, we have to learn how to live, live here, live right, live among one another, you know what I mean, and, you know, stop all that fighting. Because, you know, some people believe in um, reincarnation. What about you guys? Y'all believe in reincarnation? What's your thought? Who will speak? Who want to speak first? Uh, let's say go ahead, mahogany. mahogany you go first. Mahogany soul. Well, I go just first. wanted to What's say, that? yes, this is mahogany soul, and I just wanted to say, I mean, there's no solid proof when it comes to all of these different um, ideas of how life actually works. But um, I do believe that there's a possibility of reincarnation, but it it poses the question: if there is a possibility, why don't we remember our past life? But then some can say that maybe there's these little little hints and clues with current life that remind you of a past life. So I believe, I believe it's possible. Mm, mm-hmm. It's possible. Who else? This is Rachel Cross. Yes. I, 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 go ahead, Rachel. Oh, okay. I was, I say that um, reincarnation could be possible, but it's within the limit of do you believe in it itself? You know, and a lot of things, if you don't believe in it to be true, you kind of it kind of won't, will be useless. So um, I I uh, definitely will come back to that once I get my thoughts wrapped up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, savvy, wow. Yeah, this I'm I um I'm I'm with mahogany on it. Like there's well, there will be no way to really tell <laughs> you know what I mean but there are people who there's this, there's this thing called past life regressions and I know that there are people around who do those kinds of readings on people if you ever had like natal chart readings or just you know any type of psychic reading they have past life regressions where you can uncover um, certain things about your life prior to living now and why there's certain kinds of blockages or limitations that you feel now and it has to do with a lifetime that you lived before so I've heard of it like that, but yet and still, like for myself personally, I'm like, 
I don't think I would really want to fully know what what I did before here because I'd be <laughs> mad because of that I'm back. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't really want to know that that full detail of information because I believe like we're living this lifetime for a specific reason, and it can be easy to get caught up in your past. Like I do a lot of shadow work healing, if anyone's familiar with that, um, or inner child healing, where you would consciously go back to certain memories that you've lived in this lifetime, like like me now, either when I was a teenager or a kid, and, and uncover certain events and traumas that play a role in how I behave now and why I've done things mm-hmm. the way that I do or why I may have certain blockages or limitations to what I want to do in the future. So there's already this lifetime being enough to look into. Mm-hmm. So th- that's what I, I choose to focus on personally. But like I said, the information's out there if anyone's curious. Mm-hmm. Some good points, Sandy. Right. Mm. That's a good point. Right. This is Gigi, and I'm going to share with the whole world. I've told a few people, but I'm going to put it out there. Listen, I totally believe in this thing, in reincarnation. And I'm going to tell you, you know, doing the shadow work and all that, I don't go seek it out. It comes, you know, um, deja vu. You know, you know, I'm French, so I need to know a little bit about that, right? <laughs> but um, in my past lives, oh my God, in my past lives, you know, I, you know, I'm French, so my energy is, is is like not all just in America, but I used to be a freaking asshole, you know, like. I can I can call at least three three lives that I had, and I'm always a rich European asshole. I was so mean to people, killing them and torture, all kind of stuff, and sitting on my throne, honey. I'm like, ugh. And it's like I keep coming back, and I have a really bad memory because I keep coming back and learning shit because it seems like I just never could learn what I'm supposed to learn in this school of life. And this is like everybody don't believe this, but I promise when I learn something, I'm not the only one learning something, you know. It's at Mm -hmm. different journeys of our life. And with this reincarnation thing, and you know what? The universe is funny as hell because this time I came back oh, a woman. <laughs> I came back a woman on on a public on, on state assistance. It wasn't always like that, but it was always been a freaking struggle. You know what I'm saying? Especially ever since 1995 mm-hmm. when I quit my corporate job because I did not want any of that anymore. I wanted to do what I'm doing now. And it was a hard struggle, mm-hmm. but it was hard. Mm-hmm. I'm a woman, I'm, and I'm so I'm called excited. black. Huh? Mm-hmm. I, it kind of goes like we were so, saying about death and transformation, how understanding that we, we're, we're spiritual prior to our physical manifestations, right, before this physical body. And so thinking about past lives from that perspective, if we're just energy that shifts and evolves, we could have very well very well been a rich white man thousands of years ago. You know what I'm saying? And that energy has just transformed over time into a black woman. You know what I mean? And so, exactly. you know, you're able to pick up on and that energetically. And it's like a black And it's like the things that you're woman. facing now. That's part. Right. Try doing that. Right. Black, it, it, gay, it, and a woman. It helps. It's been hard, y'all. 61, it's been hard as hell. And I'm going to tell you, I'm mm. an overcomer. 
okay? I didn't take no shit from Christians because fuck what y'all believe. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't run the world because if you did look at it right now, it's messed up, okay? And also what I do know, <laughs> this is why y'all see me bubbling and happy and putting on shows and doing all this stuff. Because I I did the shadow work, I put in the work, I've learned so much, just so so many experiences, and this is my last last time. <laughs> so when I transition, mm-hmm. I'm not coming back here. I'm good because I believe in love. You know what I'm saying? I believe in just over just <laughs> unlimited. This is like freaking hell down here. I'm like, whoa. You know what I mean? To be so arrogant to believe that you could bring love to a a, a, a a loveless planet. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my goodness. Death and transformation. So when I transform, um, there would be no funeral. I have a playlist of songs that when y'all hear about, oh, Miss Gigi done went on, uh, yeah, it was a little scary, blah, 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 but I'm happy as to be. And the first song that you guys play, you put on that parliament and y'all play flashlight because (laughs) we have to live life. Mahogany, you know a little Mm -hmm. bit about me. Tell these people about me. Just two minutes so we're going to go to a commercial. (laughs) This is Mahogany. So Gigi is a off the top, out the box, eccentric, lovable, emotional, spiritual, um, go get a woman. She can come off and rub some people the wrong way, but her intentions is always good, and she only wants the best for people. And um, she's Gigi, and she called. They call her the storyteller because she got a lot of stories to tell. And if you spend any time around her, you will find that to be true. <laughs> so Girl, that's Gigi, y'all. Boom. <laughs> and I've known her for about what a couple years now, and really good in the past year and. She knows me better than my family. We're going to take a break right now.
Yes. How many of y'all went back down memory lane with that one? This is Mahogany Soul here, Hot Words, Hot Topic Tuesdays, and we rolling along, previously speaking about death and transformation, and all of the ladies were speaking and sharing their piece on what that means to them personally. And now we're going to go into um, another topic. I want to know at this age, at your point in your life right now, what have you learned? And I'll start it off. For me personally, I've learned to not take things so personal. Um, in my youth and in my earlier years, everything, not everything, but most things that happened, I would take it personally so far to the point that I would internalize it, and it would produce stress, anxiety, even at one point depression. So at 32 years young at this point in my uh, journey, I just learned to not take things so personal. Sometimes you don't know what that person is going through at that moment. A lot of times people internalize their things and then they project it. And sometimes something that may happen to you is not even really about you. Most times it's really about the other person. So that's just a little tad bit that I personally learned in my journey. So I want to pass it along and everybody share what it is that they've learned at this point in their journey. So let's start with you, Rachel, baby cross. What I've learned, this is Rachel, what I've learned through my journey is that uh, I have a similar one, you know, that's a good one where you just don't take things personally because I had a thing where in the past where I would just take everything and I would bottle it up inside and to a point where it just all, it just blew away and, you know, and it, it damaged uh, relationships. But, you know, with the faith of God, we're still, you know, um, in good terms at this point. But just sharing just a little thing, something personal, just that I feel like through my years just just don't take things personal. So it may not be about you, and you just you just never know what that person is going through. Absolutely, savvy. Yes, um, I want to say the same thing. <laughs> now, you know, I'm 32 as well. big change in transitions and allowing things to continue on. I think one of the most important things I learned is accepting, like, accepting my past and understanding the things that I've done up until this point were necessary, no matter how much I might be embarrassed about it or how much I might wish it had never happened. Like, I can't even say for certain that if those things didn't happen, I wouldn't have the things I have now. So I kind of developed that kind of understanding, you know, during during my 30s, you know what I mean? I have feelings of feeling like and then it was like, well, you're still learning, and then everything that you've learned in your past or gone through your past brought you to this point, so it's helped with not taking things personally with people, because everybody has a past that contributes to the way that we act, so it's important to, you know, accept that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Me as well. You know, that's a good point, Savvy. Pass it on over to G2. Absolutely. Well, at 61, I've learned I do not like corn, cream corn. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like corn. <laughs> but I have learned, you know, that as well, which is great because, you know, being a Pisces and with the moon in Aquarius, very emotional. And, yes, you have to learn. It's not about you, right? And I had to learn <clears throat> how to uh, not – be so judgmental of myself and of others 
because growing up in Christianity, I tell you, there's a lot of Gigi stories up in there because I asked myself years ago before I met y'all, so be grateful that I'm better. But I'm like, why am I like this? Why am I always judging people? I'm always sitting on this high throne with the biggest freaking ego. And I was like, I don't like this. I don't want to be like this. So I've learned to um, evaluate myself, you know, and growing up in the church, you know, these signs that they had in the church that I grew up in, it was like if every person in this church was like you, what kind of church would this be? You know, so I took that very seriously. And, yeah, so I've learned to work on myself. It's a process, right? And and you're not perfect. We're going to talk about that um, on the next show, actually, next Tuesday. We're going to talk about um, do you find yourself that you have to be perfect or or and or do you expect people to expect you to be perfect? So I'm going to straighten it up, but we're going to have a two-minute topic about that next week. And I've learned a lot. I can keep on talking forever from what I have learned, and it's amazing. But that's the most important thing. It's not about you. It's not about you. Like Mahogany said, and people go through things, and you think you think crazy stuff. Like last week, you be thinking that somebody is thinking something. They're not thinking that. Guess what? They may have lost a job, and they don't want people to know because they know how people are just trifling, always talking about people. They never really have a hand up to hold you up, you know what I mean? So I've learned that. I've learned to, um, if people don't want to be bothered with you or whatever, or they walk away, let them people go, you know? Let them go. If you love them, whatever the relationship was, let them keep walking because if it's not working for you, and I also learned that what and I also learned that if it's not serving you, leave it alone. Stop being concerned that somebody else is they may treat another person differently than they treat you. Guess what? Maybe you're not their person, you know? <laughs> so make sure that you're your own person. That's what I've learned. Make sure that you are your own person. Make sure that you are loving yourself and fulfilling your needs, and then everything else is going to fall into place. I promise that's what I have learned. And I've also learned visualize what you want in life, okay, because everything that I have right now is something that I visualize. I have a love of 15 years plus. You know, I have, I'm where I want to be and where I want to live. I have my space in place. Um, my little circle is, is, is small, and I can extend it if need be, and I love it. So, yeah, Life is 61, it's, it's like, kind of groovy, y'all. So uh, I would hope that you guys can keep on your path. So it seems like you guys are all on the, on the right step, you know, from what I'm listening to. I'm 61, um, Savvy and Mahogany Soul, 32. And even little young baby cross, you guys have learned this stuff. And this is something yeah, that I have learned. 20 what? 26. 26, mm-hmm. young folks. I have to tell you, 
at 26. Oh, my goodness, I was having an affair. <laughs> at 26. That's a story in my book. <laughs> what? I do not want to tell y'all what I was doing at 32. <laughs> nothing, nothing of what you guys are doing right now. You do have stories. Oh, it's, it's, oh yeah, this pick a year. I, I used to get on the stage and like pick a year. Let me let me tell you something. But um, we also have Lisa Michelle Garrett on the line. What have hey. you learned at 54? Hey, hey. I have 54 years young. Hey, everybody. Um, I've learned not to be such a people pleaser because I've always been in some kind of fast food, customer service, hotel industry where you had to just be, oh, my pleasure to serve you, and oh, and be talkative. And I like to talk anyway, so that was up my alley. And I've been a telephone operator in. I'm just like a pleasing type person, and I find it spilling over to my everyday life. And guess what? Everybody doesn't even want to speak to you, let alone you trying to go out of your way to please them. I like to do nice things for people, and sometimes they're not always received too well. And I'm like, I'm learning how to not step out and do anything for nobody and just do me, and it's working out really good. I have to kind of back down sometimes. I like to do nice things for people, but it's not always mm. well-received, and you have to be okay mm. with that. So that's one of the things I learned. And another thing for the young folks, Miss um, Miss Rachel, at your 26 years young, um, when I was – Oh, when I got like 30 and I was newly divorced from uh, my son's father. Yeah, we have a whole, yeah, we got stories, even me. (laughs) Um, I was trying to uh, date and do all these things and all these different people. They just didn't care for me like I thought they would for you. You know, the men, you think that they care for you, but they don't care about you. They just want one thing. And that's all they want, just one thing. So I had to learn that, and it was hard to learn. I have a mom that didn't, you know, teach me those things. I'd find out by myself the hard way. I didn't find out all the stuff till I was grown. So keep your heart protected and cover your heart and don't be so willing. And ask them what their intentions are. I didn't even have enough sense to do that, but I'm all right today. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so that's what I've learned. <laughs> Great point. That was Lisa Michelle Garrett, one of the producers at Hot Words. Thank you for that point. We definitely received it. So, Miss Gigi, what you want to roll into next? Girl, check it. Boom. Right here. You can't keep letting motherfuckers walk all over you. You don't need to be playing too nice with everybody. But what if I'm not strong enough? Who you gonna listen to? Them or Tina Snow? What you need to do is go in there and show them that you that bitch. You right. I am that bitch. I know. I'd rather keep it real with you. Real hot girl shit. Ah. It ain't always about what you like. Sometimes it's about what's right. I'd rather be a B-I-T-C-H Cause that's what you gon' call me when I'm trippin' anyway You know you can't control me, baby You need a real one in your life Them bitches ain't gon' give it to you, right? I'd rather be a B-I-T-C-H Cause that's what you gon' call me when I'm trippin' 
life in any way You broke, you can't control me, baby You need a real one in your life You bitches ain't gon' give it to you, right? Why you wanna play with me? You know I'm undefeated A real high girl know how to keep a nigga heated You say you want respect or treat me how you wanna be treated You told me to keep it real, but you don't practice what you preaching You want me to blow your phone up and come and looking for you till I find you You really want me to book the hoe that you fucking with if I find her Bitch, you ain't that busy, I don't give a fuck what you ain't got time for You look me in my eyes and know you lying, man, that's far, bro Man, you knew I was a player, for you let me need to relax You know that you gon' hate me if I get the plan, get back I ain't turning to no damage when you met me, boy, I been you tryna make me something that I ain't, and I ain't with that I'd rather be a B-I-T-C-H Cause that's what you gon' Yes, B-I-T-C-H Kinda reminiscent of the N-I-G-G-A You see how the music industry Flips, change words Words are very powerful Words are sounds We just had Black Fire on the show a few a uh, week ago, and she could certainly tell you about some metaphysical stuff about vibration and the words and whatnot. And I want to throw it out there on a two-minute topic. Like, I'm an older person. I've always been like a prude due to growing up in Christianity. I do have an open mind about a lot of things because trust. If this was HLT, that song would never be played. <laughs> but anyway, um. <laughs> Okay, women right now, it's, it's, it's acceptable to own that word, bitch. And with uh, Miss Megan the Stallion, you know, she her music got some nice little beats and you could bump to it, but Megan the Stallion, and, and I'm looking at, especially we did a little two-minute topic about uh, people who are a transgender and um, Megan the Stallion uh, words, and what I know of a stallion, a stallion is a man, male. So I'm putting it out there on the Hot Topic Tuesday. Um, why does this woman want to, I don't know, we have male and female energy. I know that. I'm throwing it all out there. But I love the feminine energy so much. It's like, what? Any woman want to be a man? I'm throwing it out there. Who want to talk? The music industry. This is Mahogany is, Soul. Yes, uh, this is Mahogany girl. Soul, and I, I think in the way that she's referencing stallion, because um, a lot of people refer to a horse as a stallion, and I think in her reference, she's referring to the fact that she's like, you know, like a horse is kind of they're strong, they're built, they're muscular. So when they refer to a woman as a stallion, they're saying like she's like she's built. So I think that's what she's personally referencing it to. And now in relation to the content of what she's saying, I really think the intention is, you know what I'm saying, to counteract all of that uh, that masculine energy we get with the, with the bees and the hoes and all of that. I think the intention is just to counteract that and be something positive for the women. But I know the delivery is not well received in the content of what she's saying. You know, but a lot of people, they can only express from what they live and where they are. And unfortunately, the industry promotes things that's more so on that wave. You know, so I'm not saying it's right or wrong. There's a few songs that I, I actually do listen to of hers. There's some stuff I hear. I'm like, dang, shit, I wouldn't even say that. But um, I think that's just something where the industry is. And it's always been that, you know, that title that sex sells. Anybody that is more so on that wave, being more physical, 
you know, speaking that type of language, they're going to be promoted in this world. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, and I know if uh, Gregory, uh, oh, my God, his name, if he was alive, he would have something to say about that because if you would check his uh, older videos and he talked about how women refer to, uh, men refer to women as vehicles, LMG, the gentleman that looked like Grandpa, Gregory. Dick Gregory. I'm Dick sorry, Gregory. it's just a lot. Dick Gregory. I'm sure he would have something to say. You know, there's no right or wrong ever in the topics that we have. You know, um, I'm speaking on my 60-year-old perspective, and um, I don't know. It's. I mean, <laughs> you have to this watch some Rachel. of Dick Gregory's videos because he talks about how – you know, men perceive women as always being strong, you know, like a strong vehicle, a car, you, you know, and all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, can we just, like, be feminine and a woman? And, yes, we have high intellect. We birth babies. The pussy is very strong, you know what I mean? And um, I don't know. I just don't want to be in reference to a bitch dog or a horse, a stallion, which is a reference to a male, and I believe that the woman is the strongest entity of it all. So why you want to be compared to a, a, a man like that? That's my opinion. Rachel, what you got? Yes, this is Rachel Cross, Baby Cross. I want to speak on my 26-year-old self. So I was I was born in the 90s, 94 to be exact. And so I got, you know, the parents of the, I believe it's the baby boomers. Where, but um, <laughs> but anyway, the, well, that mean that that you know I learned so much about that this derogative word that it became normal. Now I know that that it meant you know so much more that you know further than that word is just a name um, that you know where people I would say connect something else to you know you know the Urban Dictionary would how to define it. But I just feel like um, I've learned so much, and I, and I like that you know people are now starting to push the word queen. You know, you're not a bitch; you're a queen, and uh, you should be act, treated as such. So I, I get a, a lot of um, information about that word, and and I learn more and more as the years go by. Okay, Sally, I agree with that. You want to add on? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm like, I, I don't look at it as a good or bad thing at this point in my age. I'm 32. I, I grew up, you know, most of the time hearing it as something that was negative. You know what I mean? And of course, you have girlfriends. You say, "Hey, bitch, what's up, bitch?" You know what I mean? And I feel like <laughs> it's just a product of your environment and what you're used to until you learn something more. Like Rachel said, there are different terms of endearment. You call someone queen, call her goddess, call her empress, call her high priestess, call her bitch. There's women who respond to all of that, and there's women who only respond to some of that. And it just depends on, first of all, like for me, it's, it's which, why it's triggering to you. You know what I mean? Like why it's offensive 
you know what I mean, what makes it offensive to you personally, and then how you see yourself. It's kind of one of those things, pun intended, only like the dog that barks gets is the one that got hit. So it's like if it's triggering to you, if it's bothering you, what are your associations with that word? And if it's not bothering you, then, you know what I mean, live your life, do what you do. You know, it's, it's, it's like like Mahogany said, you know, it's, it's it's unfortunate that the media and, you know, music pushes those, you know, narratives more so because of capitalism. At the end of the day, we don't leave other people in the media responsible for how we receive things. There's ways to research, of course. And then it's like we were saying about, you know, learning not how to take things personally and not being judgmental because, like I said, people live their lives the way that they do. And if they find something empowering, you know, whether it's them being called a bitch, then, hey, bitch on, you know what I'm saying? But that ain't going to be, you know, be walking up calling me no bitch, bitch like that, you know what I'm saying, unless I have an understanding of it for myself. You know? Okay. This, this, this is Gigi. Uh, for me, in the 90s, that's when a lot was happening for me, and then I was in the club, and it was Tupac, and it was bitch. My friends that I was hanging around with, we was like, bitch. Yeah, we like, girl, bitch. And and nobody had to tell me, well, you know it means female dog. That's just one interpretation, whatever. But for me, when my friend called me, girl, we was rolling through the streets, and she was like, yeah, bitch. I just looked at her, and I was like, I don't want to be called that anymore. It just... And that, this was in the 90s. This is in um, back in 1993. And I was like, no, I don't want to be called this. Oh, my goodness. We have, like, less than a minute on. There's always so much to talk about. But next topics, oh, my goodness. We're going to talk about being perfect. Are you perfect? Do you think you have to live perfect to perfection? Does it exist? What the hell is it? You know, because, again, Growing up in Christian, they tell you, be ye also perfect, as he was perfect. And they have those songs that 99 and a half won't do. Yeah, I went through trauma. We're going to talk about that as well, religious trauma. So join us next week, again, 6 o'clock p.m. on the Los Angeles Western Coast here on Hot Words, Hot Topics. Mahogany, any final words? Hopefully we can get 30 seconds apiece for each of y'all. Go. Yes, I want to send love and light to everybody that's listening. I also want to shout out Explosive Extensions, Audre in L.A. Check her out on IG. Check us out next Tuesday, y'all. Okay. Rachel, young baby, cross. Yes, this is is Rachel, baby, cross. Uh, My last word would be just everyone to hold the fine peace and elevation and meditation and faith, consistency and hard work. That's from Spoken Reasons and also to – I was checking my exclusive content on the platform.com, and thank you so much for having me today. Absolutely. Savvy Raw. This is Savvy Raw. Again, I'm a lyrical artist, rapper, poet, songwriter, creative visionary, yogi dancer, intuitive healer, and a spiritual occult scientist. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Why She's So Savvy. Um, and yeah, thank you for having me on today. I appreciate it, and I look forward to more conversations. Oh, definitely. Next week, 6 p.m., be here. <laughs> we're going to have some. We didn't get to the secret topic, so we're going to bring it up next week. It's a pip, trust me. So see you next week on Blog Talk Radio. We need a little bit more of this. Yay, yay, yay.
meals at like niggas can't be loved.